It's day three of Advent. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. Well, day three, the need. Exodus 26 tells us, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me, God, and keep my, the Lord's commandments. After Adam and Eve broke their relationship with God, God began to roll out his plan to redeem the world to himself. He made another way. He hints all along the way to his people of what's to come. He promises to Abraham to make a great nation of him. He he looks up and tells him to look up in the sky. If he can count the stars, so so shall his offspring be, be. In Genesis 12, he gives Abraham and Sarah children in their old age and in their barrenness, making a way forward for his redemption story. And then God renews this covenant with Isaac, with Jacob, with Joseph, and Joseph's sons. This was his gracious way of reminding us, reminding his people that he was still at work on their behalf. And the calendar kept flipping and God's people couldn't see what he was doing, but he kept passing his blessing on to them, urging his people to wait and to watch. And then God calls Moses this sweet baby in the basket, as my children used to say. He, he spares Moses from Pharaoh's oppression and from his edict that all Israelite babies must be slaughtered. And he ushers into Pharaoh's house Moses to be adopted by Pharaoh's daughter and to be a, a resident of Pharaoh's house. God's people were in slavery for e- in Egypt for 400 years, languishing, waiting for his rescue, Genesis 15, 13. But God made a way through Moses to be a part of Pharaoh's house. Oh, and, and Exodus 2, 23 through 25 says, During those many days the king of Egypt died, and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God, and God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob, and God saw the people of Israel, and God knew Oh, and so God, our father, omniscient and perfect in all of his ways, saw his people in Egypt in slavery. And and he could simultaneously see his ultimate plan of redemption still to come. And he lovingly moves his people to that day. And so he brings Moses. He brings Moses out of the wilderness through talking to him through a burning bush. He allows Moses no other answer but surrender. God used Moses in spite of his speech impediment, in spite of Pharaoh's hard heart towards the people. God used Moses to lead his people out of captivity towards the promised land. Oh, what amazing work by God's hands to do so. The nine plagues and then the tenth plague of the Passover, the glorious Passover, where God shows his redemption with the blood of the lamb over the doorways to tell his people, I am covering over you. And then the parting of the Red Sea, such a picture of our redemption. They could look back and be slaughtered by Pharaoh, or they could go into the Red Sea with water being held up on either side. And that was a journey of faith. Who knew if the water would come back over them? There were between two journeys of faith, and they chose God. And that is our salvation. We, we, with faith, walk into the Red Sea. By faith, we follow Christ. And then you see God providing for his people through the manna and the quail. Oh, how God loves his people. Oh, but after the Israelites saw God working mightily for their rescue, they still doubted. 
Oh, exactly like I do today. Even with seeing the good hand of God, I still doubt. Exactly like we do today. We've seen the mighty hand of God, not only in our history, but in our personal lives. Maybe for you, it's the formation of your family or the rescue of your children from hard places. Oh, but yet we doubt. We wonder if God is really at work for our good and his glory. And as the Israelites wondered, God gave them a plan for how to honor him. He called Moses up onto the mountain and he gave him 10 ways that God's people should show their love and honor to God. He gave Moses a whole new playbook for how to follow God. And this was a means for the people to separate themselves from the pagans of their day. And part of this playbook was the way they cared for others, for the way they cared for the poor, the needy, the orphan, and the widow. Leviticus 19, 9-10 says, When you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field right up to its edge, neither shall you gather the gleanings after your harvest. You shall not strip your vineyard bare, neither shall you gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and the sojourner. I, I am Yahweh your God. And then in Deuteronomy 24, 19 through 22, he echoes this command when he says, When you reap your harvest in your field and forget a sheaf in the field, you shall not go back and get it. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow, that the Lord Yahweh your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. When you beat your olive trees, you shall not go over them again. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow. And and when you gather the grapes of your vineyard, you shall not strip it afterwards. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Therefore, I command you to do this. And even in these laws, God shows his heart for the vulnerable. He shows his heart for the orphan. And this reminded the people that they once were away from God in Egypt. They were once outcast. They were once enslaved. They were once outside of his family. Oh, but he came to rescue them. And he was making a plan to rescue them once and for all. I remember when I had first come to Lifeline, uh, I had got a call one night from our maternity home called Lifeline Village, and it was out of Birmingham and Pell City. And I remember the director called me, and he had terror in his voice, and he said, we have lost one of the girls. You see, one of the girls had run away. Uh, her name was Benita, and she had run away, and they could not find her. And, and even through this call, I could hear the house parents, I could hear the staff going around calling out for Benita's name. And our director was saying, we don't know what else to do. Will you please come and help us? And I remember loading up in the car, and I remember telling Ashley and the kids, I don't know when I'll be back, but we've got to look for Benita, this lost little girl. And on my way out to the maternity home, I got a call from our director and he said, hey, you can go back home. We found her. And I said, what happened? And he said, well, we finally found her. We, we went to the schoolroom and, and we were calling out for her name, Benita, Benita. And all of a sudden we heard whimpering and crying and moaning coming from under one of the desks. And we shined a light and we saw Benita. And Benita came out and we said, Benita, why in the world did you run away? And Benita said this. She said, I've run away many times before, but this is the first time that anyone has ever come looking for me. Oh, this precious birth mother, this precious mother who was carrying a baby that she would later place for adoption, ran away so many times, but no one had ever come looking for her. Oh, beloved, that's our story. We have run away so many times. We have run away looking to to foreign gods, to things to fill our bellies, and they will never fill up. There is only one thing that can fill us, and it is our Savior, and that's who we long for. Oh, beloved, we once were lost, but we have a Savior who has continued to look for us and to pursue us. Remember his pursuit this Advent. 
Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. Please visit lifelinechild.org backslash advent to receive a free download of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us as we anticipate the coming of Jesus our Savior. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you this Christmas to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast Advent Edition.